1450 and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray. Let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m. The signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. Like some of those jokes came from me. <laughs> Good morning, Rutherford County. And uh, I was just uh, thinking this morning before you even got here, John, that, you know, the, the most special thing in life is friendship. Absolutely. It was uh, one of the special times after she had gotten sick that really made her day. And if you can make friends smile when things are not going really, really well, you know, that's that's special. You you can have kind of what I'd call halfway friends that you enjoy being with. Oh, some, yeah. But, uh, but, but, but as far as them reaching out beyond... It, it, it's very, very rare, and I have got so many of those special friends right now. And as you get older, you really need them more. And I want to say uh, good morning to Pat Hamlin this morning and my good friend James. He's he's in the hospital in, in uh, Nashville, and he's he's having a hard time. I mean, when you have a double heart surgery and a valve replacement all oh, at the same yeah. oh, time mm. it just wears you oh, yeah. out yeah and i think about him i put in a prayer for him every night and i'm pat also and um if you can just reach out beyond what the normal expectations are for a friend you're really really special and i've, I've really got some really special ones you know what uh, comes to mind truman as trite as it may be is you know, as worn a phrase as it may be, but you used two of the key words in this colloquialism. A friend in need is a friend indeed. Friend indeed. Yeah. Those are the ones you're talking about. The ones yeah. that come when you have a need. Yeah. You put themselves before <clears throat> yourself. That's right. And that and that's that's special. Now, uh I asked you I got a, one of my dear friends from Many years ago, and to this day, although we don't see each other much anymore, Richard Lampkin's watching. Hey, Sir Hard, we... Did you go to school with him? Yeah, he was actually ahead of, of uh, me at Lytton, but uh-huh. he was uh, he was still very much a part of my group and my, especially me, friendship when I was playing ball. He was mm-hmm. very supportive of me playing football, and he just... He was just one of those guys that, all the, although he'd graduated, was just loyal and true, and yeah. we double-dated for a long time. You, you guys dated each other? <laughs> he was dating Susan Pirtle, and I was dating Diane Brim. They both went to Madison. And uh, 
Diane and I didn't work out, but even though so she's, I probably should have. She's a she's a princess. But Richard and Susan ended up mar- getting married, and they're married to this day. Oh wow! And uh, good for them. And you know the funniest thing about them, I bet, Sir Hurt, I'm telling this stuff on you. I'm sorry, I can't help myself. But uh, when they were dating, they fought like dogs and cats. But once they got married, they, I don't think they've had a fight since. <laughs> Wait a minute, that doesn't sound right. That's just the opposite of the way it usually turns out. <laughs> it's it. It was. It was totally reversed. That's when, when he asked me to be in his wedding, I couldn't even believe he was getting married. I was in his wedding. and uh, So he's a dear, dear friend of mine. You um, weren't the uh, groomsman, were you? You handed him the, the ring. I wasn't best man, I don't think. Richard yeah. Hunter, no, I think yeah. no, I don't think so. I was just one of the groomsmen. But yeah. uh, uh, he was at my house. Richard, do you remember this, uh, the night you were over at my house and uh, we got the news about Aubrey Jacobs uh, being killed in Vietnam? Mm. He was at my house that night. and we uh, That was a very emotional evening because he was a dear friend of Richard's. And uh, yeah. so I've got but most of all my memories with uh, Richard, Sir Hard, I call him, are very fond, very fond. I, brother, I'll never forget you, and I love you dearly. And uh, Susan White is watching, Debbie Winton. Debbie Winton, by the way, I've decided on a new strategy, Truman. You're going to let her bring her violin in here? No, no. Uh, Debbie plays piano. She didn't play Oh, violin. I thought Debbie played. Which one plays the uh, violin? That's uh, Elaine. Oh, yeah, Elaine. But Debbie was my wife in all the Smoke on the Mountain series and everything. And uh, But I'm going to... Um, she's from, from Cannon County, isn't she? No, she's from Manchester. Okay. She was a she's a retired kindergarten teacher from Manchester. Okay. Still lives in Manchester. All right. And, uh, but uh, all well, all with the exception of one, all of today's jokes are from Debbie. So this is my new strategy. I'm going to borrow jokes from these friends that give them to me, and then I'll give them credit, and then your rebuke will be to them. It can be a pass through. You know, I'll pass it on through your rebuke. This is but a that, trick. It's I'm, really your joke. No, I'm you're trying uh, to throw no, me I'm, I'm, defle- I'm, de- I'm deflecting. Okay. I'm, defle- I'm deflecting over to these friends of mine. Richard's your friends have kind of the same type of um, personality that you have. I know that... Uh, twisted. Twisted. Miss uh, <laughs> Huddleston was telling Are me... Are you telling Connie's twisted? She, she was telling me yesterday how much she enjoyed your jokes. And everybody else just stuck their finger in their mouth and shook their heads. <laughs> well, you know, uh, we might as well get started with one of Debbie's. Uh, she sent me all these jokes. They were all posted on a sign. Mm-hmm. Somebody was using a sign out by the road. I don't know where all that came from to post all these things. And they were pretty clever. Uh, go ahead and get this mess yeah, let's get. With. We'll go ahead and start with one. It all said... Right. Uh, it said... Uh, Water is heavier than butane because butane's a lighter fluid. That's your joke, big boy. <laughs> no, that's Debbie's. <laughs> Leave Mickey with a drum roll. <laughs> oh, I saw a text by Mickey this morning, a post. Uh, well, we've already lost our one audience member. <laughs> First joke, he's gone. <laughs> Mickey posted. Uh, well, I just saw gas for three dollars. It started. I <laughs> wasn't good news to me. I didn't know she hadn't done that. But you know what January the eighth was, Truman, right? It was the day between January the seventh and the ninth. Yes. As a matter of fact, that reminds me of something. 
You know, well, that's why. That's why there's numbers. an exit in the door right out here at Adams Place. Everybody's leaving. I know. I'm running. And they about. were so happy. That, that, that first joke, Debbie. Sorry, <laughs> that first one sent them out of here. But yeah, that reminds me. That's why the six was scared of the numbers above it because nine, eight, seven. <laughs> that was an that was an impromptu one. <laughs> Six was scared of nine because it ate seven, the nine ate seven. <laughs> January the 8th was Elvis Presley's birthday. Ah. And I'll let you guess, if he hadn't died at the age of 42, mm-hmm. how old would he have been this birthday, January 8th, 2021? Take a wild guess. How old do you think he would be? He died what day? 70... I can't remember exactly. I know he's 42. He was 42 when he died. I think he was six years older than <laughs> Debbie me. says it's my delivery, not the joke. <laughs> he Amen would, to that. If he had lived, he'd have been 86 years old this January the 8th. So he was seven years older than me. Bless his heart. Yeah. I remember six. when he first appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show. Mm-hmm. And, I had to show him from the waist up. Uh, I showed him from the waist up, and everybody in the audience was female, and they looked like they were about 14 or 15 years old. I know. So, I thought we'd do some Elvis songs, and uh, maybe if we have time, I'll do one song that I wish Elvis had been around to do, because for some reason I can hear him singing this song, and he never sang a song in this genre, and I think he should have. Uh, I'm going to ask you because you can cheat on this one. Who was the lady that he was was the female star in Jailhouse Rock with Elvis? I bet it was Judy Tyler. Very good, God man. You've like, got a great memory, John. No, yeah. Was it five minutes ago? You told me. Yeah, <laughs> that's about as long as it lasts. <laughs> and Princess Summer, Fall, Winter, Spring, and then the Howdy Doody Show. Unbelievable. Yeah. But anyway, so. Wise men say Only fools rush in But I can't help Falling in love with you Shall I Would it be a sin if I can't help falling in love with you? Like a river flows surely to the sea, darling, so it goes, some things are meant to be Oh, take my hand Take my whole life too For I can't help Falling in love with you 
Let's see, that was in that movie called Love Me Tender, wasn't it? Where he's in yes. the Civil War. Yes. It's a Civil War movie. His yeah. older brother, Richard Egan, has come back from the war. And Deborah right. Pageant. Yeah, Deborah Pageant was the one. Uh, he, you know, I, he was married to Deborah Pageant in the movie. Yeah. But she was in love with his brother who went to war. Right. And yeah. uh, and I think, I was trying to remember, yeah, that, and that, was, that caused this real undercurrent of tension and whatever. But yeah. And I know Richard Egan played the older brother. Did they think he had been killed uh, in the war? Is that why they married? Because they were, he was sweethearts with her before he went off to yeah, war. Yeah, he had been gone for a pretty good while, and they had yeah. taken some money. They had quite a bit of money that they had taken away, and uh, uh, he did not know that uh, Elvis had married her when he got back. So it not, did. Not until he got back. Yeah, and it caused a lot and of. And Elvis played that kid who was too young to go to war and but was older enough when the war Richard Egan was Vance Vance is that Vance. his name Vance yeah <laughs> I remember him from that movie was it Demetrius and the Gladiators or which one was it uh he was one of them he was in a lot of movies back in those days he was a big star actually oh yeah he was big guy good looking guy too man yeah he was all man muscular yeah, and uh, kind of like you. Kind of, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, here we go, Debbie. Uh, she she sent me one thing that was so ironic because my son Joe, he's my youngest of two mm-hmm. sons. He's got a, he's a great musician, actor, and very talented. He's got a lot of varied interests. He's yeah. kind of like me. His brain's always going somewhere crazy. And mm-hmm. he's he told me the other day he's uh, into studying burrowing rodents okay I told him to go for it it ain't gonna happen I can tell you that <laughs> Debbie I just wish you could be here to see the looks across this thing <laughs> they're priceless <laughs> you know what uh, <clears throat> let me check some tuning here uh, who would you have sung that song to Oh, me. Let me think. In your whole life, which lady would you have... Uh, oh, I can't, I can't say that on the air. Why? Ain't no way. That's a no win. Come that's on, a, be a man. That's a Come no, on. <laughs> I'm not a man. I'm a wimp. I'm Elvis Presley in that movie. I'm wimpy. You know what? What? My personal opinion in terms of acting, mm-hmm. I thought it was his best movie, his very first one. I thought it was absolutely... I didn't think he had any movies that were good. I think the emotion... The, 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 the music, emotion the music did, made the movies. The emotion he had to show. And yeah. uh, I thought he did a fine job for his first time out of the block. I really did. I think he could have been a dramatic actor. I think if he'd had any... Real, so these goofy frou-frou movies and actually had some training. Yeah, they were all stupid. So a real script, a real yeah. director, a real acting coach... Because when people have that kind of talent, I mean, you, you often see it, Trent. A lot of singers have become transferred over to great actors. A lot of them. Yeah. Judy Garland, Lord have mercy. You know. Oh, gosh. Judy Garland was unbelievable. And uh, Frank Sinatra, golly, he was a great actor. And uh, uh, Lord have mercy. Who's the other? Um, now, Frank- some have not. Glenn Campbell never made the transition. No. He was horrible in True well, Grit. Well, really, I mean. True Grit was bad. Even he, he, he joked about it himself for years, you know, that I wanted only venture into acting was not really acting. The only good actor in that movie was John Wayne. 
Yeah, I'll never forget his Academy Awards speech. That's the yeah. one and only Oscar he won for Best Actor. He's, he said, Should have won it for The Searchers. Oh, no question. That's the best movie, Western yeah. movie I've ever seen. Ian, uh, but do you remember his speech at the Academy Awards? Mm-hmm. He said, uh, he had that patch and said, if I'd known this was the result, I'd have worn this thing 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> But being a conservative, he was very fortunate to win that time. Yep, he was. He was. Yeah. Yes, he was. <clears throat> so this is uh, one of my favorite Elvis songs. Uh, it was written by Mac Davis. He was a pretty good entertainer himself. He was. And this was back when he was strictly a songwriter, mm-hmm. you know, and was trying to get his songs uh, out there. And so it was a big boost to his career when Elvis recorded this song. Uh, by the way, about that, there's something interesting about Elvis. I notice, if you'll notice on this copy of Love Me Tender, who's it show as the writers on there, Truman? Hmm. Oh, Elvis was one of the writers, and Vera Matson, Vera Matson, and Elvis Presley, 1956. Yeah, well, Vera Matson's a very well-known songwriter, but I don't know if that means Elvis was actually a writer. Do you know what the deal was he had? No. Uh, Elvis was so big. I mean, it was a songwriter's... I mean, that was like hitting the lottery if yeah. Elvis would record one of your songs. So he required every songwriter who he agreed to write, to sing a song for that he had to put Elvis as co-writer, so he also got co-writer credits. Now, was and, that his choice, or was that well, Colonel that, Tom? That sounds like Colonel Tom to yeah, me. But, yeah. uh, but that, but that's, so I don't know if he actually had some hand in writing, or if that's just one of those many, many, many songs that he is listed as co-writer. So he was got to that's write. That's interesting. That's the first time I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. It was so. But this song was all Mac Davis, and I think it's a great song. And uh, The thing that was weird about it to me is that it was a huge international hit. Mm-hmm. It was number one in 10 or 15 other countries, but it only got to number three in the U.S. I just thought that was odd. Even in some non-English-speaking countries like Norway and Switzerland, Sweden, Mexico, uh, it was number one. You're never as popular at home as you are away. Yeah. I mean, there, there's some type of aura to it because if you think about it, hey, baby. even Jesus was not uh, yeah, he said a, that. as popular in his own home. Yeah, what, was his, what was his statement that a prophet is, has no honor at home or something? What is that? Somebody give me that passage. Daryl Lewis, you call in. That's my preacher. All right. And he, he called in about a jewelry question that I had the other day, and I was shocked. Really? Yes. And what was it? Uh, Harold L. Shires. Oh yeah, I'm. If you if if you don't, if you don't know you jewelers, if, if you don't know jewelers, know your no hair. What was that thing he used to say? Know your uh, whatever the seller, whatever it is. They don't know know your um, jeweler, I guess. Uh, oh, yes. If you don't know diamonds, know, know your, your jewel. That was it. Yeah, he, he yeah, closed out every go. commercial with that yeah, saying. And yeah. remember, folks, if you don't know diamonds, know your jewel. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. Uh, but you're not going to get by, Daryl. You call in if he, you know that one. So he's About the, Jesus. That's a good What he said. Somebody, if it wasn't Christ, it was someone who wrote, the prophet has no honor at home or something. But Well, Jesus actually said it, but uh, I can't tell you the exact words he used. 
as the snow flies On a cold and gray Chicago morn A poor little baby child is born in the ghetto And his mama cries Cause if there's one thing that she don't need Is another little hungry mouth to feed in the ghetto People, don't you understand The child needs a helping hand Or he'll grow to be an angry young man someday Take a look at you and me Are we too blind to see Or do we simply turn our heads And look the other way As the world turns A hungry little boy with a runny nose Plays in the street as the cold wind blows in the ghetto And his hunger burns So he starts to roam the streets at night He learns how to steal and he learns how to fight in the ghetto And then one night in desperation The young man breaks away He buys a gun Steals a car, tries to run, but he don't get far And his mama cries As the crowd gathers round an angry young man Face down in the street with a gun in his hand in the ghetto And as the young man dies On a cold and gray Chicago morn Another little baby child is born in the ghetto And his mama cries And his mama cries What year was that? Oh, that's a good question. I usually put those dates on there. Oh, it was 19... <laughs> Duh, me. This song was released in April of 1969, about a month before I graduated from Isaac Lytton in May of 69. It was it was released in April 1969. That's why I always liked the song. I said this on a, when I posted it the other night. I had a brain wave there. So uh, but that was there. It's 1969, the year I graduated high school. You know, I, I have I came here in a real good mood this morning, and you've mentioned Isaac Lytton at least 15 <laughs> times. Well, you know, you're an old central. There's no school but central as far that's as you're right. concerned. I that's mean, right. Well, that's the way we all are. But aren't you glad, though, really, you went to high school? And I know central was big. It was the only high school in town. But it still wasn't one of these comprehensive, gigantic high schools, was it? I mean, how many what was the total student population when you was at central? Well, uh, our um, senior class, we had 100 and. 87, I think, 187, 188 people, which is large back then. Yeah, in so those we, days. Yeah, we had just over just over 200 at Lytton. There was about 600 students in the high school, I think, and uh, now there's 2,500. What, 2,000? Oh gosh, yes. I mean, how many? That, that's as that's as large as many small towns with police forces. Yeah. And sheriff's but we department. all knew each other back then. Exactly. Which was which was a great thing. It was. I'm really I am grateful for the era I grew up in. All this electronic stuff, we're all in, it just, everybody's in a hurry. Tell yeah. me, uh, you have a birthday coming up in March. May. 
May. May 1st. May 1st. And uh, what is the big number this time? Oh, man, you're making me just... Seven zero, and I'm just going to skip that part of it. Life is over. It's over. Yeah. Oh, I was over. I was toast years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so, isn't it how it, we focus on the age each year, and if we just forget that and just think about how blessed we are and and how healthy we are right now. I know. It, it, it's amazing. It is. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, but it's a good it's a good chance to test the waters here. I was mentioning to Truman folks before we went on the air that I've been wanting to do this for years. I've been wanting to have a let's just call it a mini 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 Woodstock of music, outdoor music. With uh, just yourself? Well, I don't know yet. I got some other folks I want to get in there. Yeah. And, uh, but at my outdoors at my place in Sparta, got a great place for it, and I've been wanting to do it for years. And I know everybody's got cabin fever and isolation from all this COVID stuff. So May 1st, which happens to be on a Saturday, mm-hmm. that Saturday afternoon I think would be perfect. Folks could have picnic blankets or lawn chairs and can still distance. and We could all still be safe if we haven't been inoculated yet. And why don't you have it down? What do y'all on, think about that, folks? What no, do you think? no, no. Why don't you have it down on the beach down in Florida somewhere? <laughs> the weather will be in the 80s probably, 70s, high 70s, 80s. And just get us all down there. Just go ahead and, and, and rent a, a, a nice a whole condo complex down there. Well, Truman, look, I know you're a beach. I know you love to get on the beach and just walk. You told me that. Yeah, now, I, that's my a, play, I'm favorite a, place in the I'm world. I'm not a beach guy. I'm a mountains and rivers guy. And so May in Sparta and the Cumberland Plateau and in Middle East Tennessee, it's perfect weather. Perfect. It can't be a better time of year. All right, who's catering it? Well, probably... Uh, this place in uh, town, this friend of mine who's let me play at his uh, place several times, mm-hmm. he's uh, he's got both a coffee shop and a pizzeria next door. Oh, wow. Pizza would be great. And then we'd get some calf killer beer over there from my local brewery, you know. They're, they're all I don't drink beer. I know, but... So I'm going... Unless I have something... Uh, I, I've got a mixed drink. Safe, healthy to drink. I've got a mixed drink already made for you. It's called Arnold Arnold Palmer. Oh, I've drunk that. Yeah, see. Yeah, that's kind of a like a almost like a lemonade. You know, I've been reading a book. Debbie put me onto this book. It's uh, it's called Quick Money. Mm-hmm. Uh, the author is Robin Banks. Hmm. <laughs> well, let's pick up the pace. What do you think? I'll guarantee you, you could be on the show for the next twenty years. <laughs> It's not going to happen, big boy. <laughs> you know, I'm, here's one thing you'll have to admit. I never dreamed in my wildest dreams mm-hmm. that I'd be walking into a bank wearing a mask asking for money. They and won't ex- let you and in ex- the bank, see? And actually getting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Avent has coined a phrase for when you put the capo on and you have to retune. He's called, he calls it capo creep. It sharpens up those notes a little bit because it puts a little tension on them. You have to flatten them back down a little. We miss little A. Bless we, his heart. Little A. Little A. Lost his sister just recently. 
I know. God bless you, brother. Yeah. Oh, man. Is that right? F sharp? Yeah. So. <clears throat> 1956. Written by Otis Blackwell. I remember that name. No, I can be found. Sitting on mall alone. If you can't come around, at least please telephone. Don't be cruel to a heart that's true. Baby, if I made you mad for something I might have said, please let's forget the past, cause the future looks bright ahead. Don't be cruel to a heart that's true. Cause I don't want no other love Baby, it's just you I think of Well, don't stop thinking of me And don't make me feel this way Come on over here and love me You know what I want to say And don't be cruel To a heart that's true Why shouldn't we be apart I really love you, baby, across my heart. Let's walk up to the preacher and let us say I do. Then you'll know you'll have me and I'll know I'll have you. Don't be cruel to a heart that's true. Cause I don't want no other love. Yeah, baby, it's just you I'm thinking of. It's true, yeah. No, don't be cruel to a heart that's true. Cause I don't want no other love. Baby, it's just you I'm thinking of. Yeah, baby, it's just you I'm thinking of. Did that hit number one? It oh, was yeah. right up there. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Absolutely. That absolutely was number one. Absolutely. Almost everything he's saying hit number one. Oh, yeah. When you when you go on to Elvis is like a, on Wikipedia, when you look up on the Internet uh, and Wikipedia Singer, they'll always have uh, all these little uh, sections about their life, you know, growing up, early life, uh, getting in music business, uh, career, uh, personal life, death, whatever. But there's always a section, discography, the discography, discography of all their records. With, mm-hmm. with with singers like Elvis, you have to click on a whole separate link yeah. <laughs> to go to just a page just dedicated to all his records. That's mm-hmm. that's the way Elvis is. Uh, and some of the less successful folks, they'll have it listed around that main page. But like him, you have to go see main article, you know, and boom, and you go over to his... This We're gonna to have to take a quick break, John. Yeah. And I was is thinking, that Nick, is Nick out there? Uh, yeah, Nick's there today, and uh, my brother's on his way to New Orleans. So what for? Uh, he's he's gonna go down there and watch King Creole. <laughs> we'll see you. <laughs> take a break. I laugh. It is. <laughs> mm. 
from NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard. It's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Leon Daniels, the host of The Truth Will Set You Free on WGNS every Sunday morning at 1030 a.m., strongly recommends you contact the inspired men of God concerning the peril times in which we live. Check out the Beyond Today website for biblical understanding of today's events for a better biblical comprehension for today and beyond. We are blessed. One of the presenters lives in our community. Gary Petty, pastor of the local congregation. You don't have hot dogs or apple pie or no Chevrolet to drive, but we have some hickory smoke wings you're just dying to try. You'll try them, you'll like them, you'll give some to a friend. So on a dare, just stop on by and bring in a friend. Slick Pig Barbecue, 1920 East Main. French's Shoes and Boots, your hometown store for boots, shoes, apparel, and more, is family-owned, and you'll always find friendly service with the lowest prices on the best brands. We know there's nothing worse than a boot that doesn't fit right, so come see us on South Church Street to get a great fitting on high-quality footwear. We've been outfitting Tennessee since 1903. It makes good sense to shop at French's. French's Shoes and Boots. 1837 South Church Street in Murfreesboro. At Heritage South Community Credit Union, we help when others won't. It's what our members tell us we do every day. Whether it's a loan for a car you need to get to work or saving for the future, let us see if we can help. If you live, work, worship, or attend school in Rutherford, Bedford, or Marshall Counties, you can be a member of Heritage South. Visit our website, HeritageSouth.org, to learn more. Insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Now, an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. State Senator Shane Reeves has been reappointed vice chairman of the Senate Health and Welfare Committee and as a member of the prestigious Senate Commerce and Labor Committee. The appointments are made by Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally as lawmakers wrapped up organizational duties for the 112th General Assembly. Representative Dr. Brian Terry was named chairman of the Health Committee in the House of Representatives. The assignment marks the second consecutive term in which Representative Terry, an anesthesiologist by trade, has served as chairman of health. Governor Bill Lee is backing special session legislation to deal with learning loss students have suffered during the coronavirus outbreak. The intervening to stop learning loss bill would require interventions for struggling students, while another bill calls for building better readers with phonics. There's also a bill on accountability, ensuring students and teachers won't face any negative consequences associated with student assessments. Special session expected to begin next Tuesday. And a man from Madison County, Alabama, says he found a surprise inside a car he bought at a government auction in Nashville. 
On Thursday, Rick Joyner told reporters he bought a Ford Taurus for $500 from a government auction site, then traveled to Nashville to pick it up. Joyner said the car was full of trash, and he was told whatever was in the vehicle was his, so he towed it back to Alabama. As he was cleaning it, he noticed something and called Madison County Sheriff, who told him what he'd found was a two-kilo bag of heroin worth about $3,000. But the guys in Nashville were wrong. He, he didn't get to keep it. Socialize with us on social media. Just log on to facebook.com slash WGNS Radio and click the like button. And also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, because when news breaks, we tweet it. Just follow us there at WGNS Radio. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. If you're looking around your home and it's looking like it's time to update, we can do anything as far as painting, new flooring, anything that you're looking for. If you can dream it, we can turn it into reality. They already did a great job on our bathroom, so when we decided to redo the playroom, Farrah Construction was the only one we called. This is Ron Hall with Farrah Construction. 615-893-6120. That's Fair Construction Company. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. For the forecast area, we will have a chance for just some sprinkles. Sunshine today, upper 40s, and we'll have winds increasing, gusting as high as 30. I'm meteorologist Mandy Thaluber on News Radio WGNS. Currently, 38 degrees. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back with John Blankenship. Uh, also, uh, Premier Six is uh, has really a, a lot of good movies. Now, some of them have been there for a while, like Wonder Woman, the 1984. It's it's the new one, and uh, the the scenery is just absolutely beautiful in that really? movie. Yeah, the background's not bad either. And, oh, uh, I know where you're going now. Yeah, I'm a little slow on the uptake. Oh, well, sometimes. <laughs> Uh, the the shows start at one forty five. If you're got your pen, four p.m., six forty five, and eight p.m. That's Friday through Saturday, the two days, the weekend. Uh, Sunday one forty five, four and six forty five, and Monday through Thursday six forty five p.m. Uh, the Marksman is 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 a uh, new movie, and. Uh, it's a kind of like a PG-13, so uh, probably might ought to watch taking your grandkids. Who's who's in that? Do you know? Um, I'm not really familiar with anybody except Leon Neeson. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, you know where he was always having his daughter kidnapped and all those things. I saw an ad on that. Yeah, a trailer on that just last night. Yeah, it's supposed to be pretty good. Everything he's done is really pretty good. Yeah. 
News of the World. Um, oh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is in it, and it's the best movie I've seen in a long, long time. I was going time. to ask, is it good? It is a great movie, and it comes from a book. And uh, Bobby uh, Stewart uh, sent Larry uh, to breakfast this morning with the book, and I'm going to read it uh, this week. So Tom Hanks can play a Western. It was a very unusual Western. It doesn't follow the same guidelines as Does most Does he ride Western. a horse? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And... Uh, it, it brings new concepts into uh, a Western movie. So you've got to watch it because it, 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 it keeps you on the edge of your seat the whole time. And it's on uh, Friday, Saturday from 205, 425, 630, and 830. Be, be sure to get a big uh, uh, can of popcorn. Oh, the, cause you, you, a can? They put them in cans Oh, now? yeah, a great big old can, yeah. God, I don't know about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The good thing about it is you don't hear all that rattling from the paper when it, when it's in. Uh, uh, I, that drives me crazy. You hear the metal tinging. Yeah, the metal tinging. That doesn't bother you. <laughs> Sunday, 205, 425, and 630. Monday through Thursday, 630 p.m. The Crudes, which is an animated movie. Um, and so it's the, like the future ain't what it used to be. So... Friday, Sunday, 2.10, 4.10, 6.10, Monday through Thursday, 6.10. And The Emperor's New Groove, and that's also uh, an animated movie. But when you go there, you're going to be treated like you're the number one person in the world. They love to see you come in, and they they want to make sure that when you walk through that door... You're going into another world, and it's a happy world. It's one that you're going to enjoy. Yeah, and part of the extra mile, they've got their own in-house stand-up comedian there. Uh, Are you talking about Larry? Yeah. What do you mean, comedian? I mean, he'll tell you jokes and stuff, you know, just for free. His jokes are on the same level that yours are, big boy. (laughs) (laughs) But but I want want everybody, everybody that goes to see... Uh, the news of the world. I hope that they call us on the radio show all during next week and tell us what they think about it and how it rates along with other Tom Hanks movies and other westerns. It's not a John Wayne type western, who was my number one favorite, but it, it, it kind of reaches out across all types of genres of movies. I think so. we share our, the same vote on the number one Western of all time, The Searcher. Yes. But yeah. it's, it's below there we differ. We start differing. You know, you don't like High Noon and you don't like Shane, but, uh, you know, that's just a personal problem. High Noon and Shane are what I would call, uh, I'll, I'll probably be blasted for saying this, they're sissy movies. <laughs> I knew you was going to say that. <laughs> I mean, they really are. Guy stands up to four killers and... <laughs> He's a sissy. Well, I mean, my gosh, he was running all over town. Plus, he had to to fight Lloyd Bridges. Oh, would. Big deal. (laughs) (laughs) He would fight. Lloyd Bridges would fight uh, Minas in the movie. You know, I mentioned that uh, Elvis did have some, obviously, to record a lot of country songs. He didn't really do them. He did them his own way, of course. Like like my way, he did his own way. Yeah. Uh, But... uh, I don't recall him ever doing a Western ballad, although he was in one Western movie. 
Was yeah, I don't think he could sing a ballad. I think he could. I can hear him in this particular song. Is why I wanted to do it today. And the other reason I wanted to do it today is because I posted this the other night, and going back and listening to my posts, I try to get better. I had a really bad flat note in this song, and I want to try to sing that particular note correct today. Now, but wait the, a minute. You've got a note that you do not hit correctly. I didn't. And you're going to sing it today. No, I'm going to sing it right today. And I'll tell tell you, me which note it is. I'll tell you when I'm done. Okay. Uh, but there's a very interesting story behind this song. Uh, uh, Troy Seals and Eddie Setzer wrote this song. Troy Seals is kin to all the other Seals, Seals and Carlton, all those other fantastic musicians. But he wrote. they wrote this song... And they wrote it in homage to my hero, Marty Robbins. Oh, wow. And even the title they chose. Uh, and uh, But their worry was, and Troy Seals was quoted saying this, he said, we were scared. We, were, we had no idea who was going to record this song if we got it recorded because Marty was gone. See, Marty died in December of 1982. This song was written and released in 1984. Oh, wow. But they did a demo. And Willie Nelson heard it, and he immediately wanted to record it. But before he could record it, that renowned producer, Billy Sherrill, heard the demo, and he was producing a country album for Ray Charles, and he wanted it for Ray Charles. Mm. But when he learned that Willie wanted it, he had this brilliant stroke of genius, and he said, we'll do a duet with Ray Charles and Willie Nelson. And it was a number one hit and the highest charting country song Ray Charles ever recorded, Seven Spanish Angels. I can see those two together. Yeah, and uh, but I can for some reason hear Elvis singing this song. This is one I was mentioning last week, and I couldn't come, come couldn't remember the title. Mm-hmm. This was it. He looked down into her brown eyes and said, "Say a prayer for me." She threw her arms around him, whispered, "God will keep us free." They could see the riders coming. He said, this is my last fight. If they take me back to Texas, they won't take me back alive. There were seven Spanish angels at the altar of the sun. They were praying for the lovers in the valley of the gun. When the battle stopped and the smoke cleared, there was thunder from the throne. And seven Spanish angels took another angel home. Mm-hmm. She reached down and picked the gun up that lay smoking in his hand. She said, Father, please forgive me. I can't make it without my man. And she knew the gun was empty and she knew she could not win. But her final prayer was answered when the rifles fired again. There were seven Spanish angels at the altar of the sun. They were praying for the lovers in the valley of the gun. When the battle stopped and the smoke cleared, there was thunder from the throne. And seven Spanish angels took another angel home. Seven Spanish angels took another angel
So I guess I have. Uh, it's hard for me to decide which flat note that was. <laughs> it was this one. See the riders coming. Said this is my last flight. If they take me back to Texas. Oh, there you go. Yeah. The way I did the other night was bad. I, instead of going, if they take me back, I went, if they take me back to Texas, <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> I just, just blew it there. It's the same note as down here. Her final prayer was answered when the rifles fired again. Now, interesting thing about how clever these guys were in making this uh, tribute song to Marty Robbins and it's particularly the song El Paso. Mm -hmm. I've said this before and you, you may remember may not, but Marty wrote two sequels to El Paso. The second sequel was El Paso City and I've done that song before mm -hmm. and it was a number one hit like El Paso. Not near the number one, but it was also a number one hit. Yeah. But the first sequel he wrote was entitled Felina. Remember and that it one. tells the story from her growing up in Mexico and until her tragic end. Yeah. And uh, it did not become number one because it didn't get much airplay. The song is eight and a half minutes long. <laughs> I can see that. But it ends with her doing the same exact thing as this woman. Her dead gunfighter lover is laying there dead, and she grabs his pistol to do herself in. Mm -hmm. And uh, the only twist here is... His gun was empty, but the hero in El Paso's gun wasn't empty. So that tells yeah. you what happened to Felina. But I want—I may do that song next week if you don't mind, because it's a—it's a really great song. These guys in two minutes told the same story. Marty took eight minutes to, <laughs> but he's got a lot of rich, lot of rich texture in his song. It's really picture. I mean, he's got a lot of word pictures that are great. So uh, you know what I need to do is go ahead and write your epitaph before you get ready to croak and and uh, and maybe rate all of the songs through the way that you record them right and uh, i would love to do that well i'll tell you I've, I've amazed how many i've recorded since this uh pandemic i've been doing them on youtube and it's got them all when i go to my videos man they're just and I, it's amazing how many different kinds of songs people like and request Debbie gave me some great advice. Debbie went, she says, be very careful before you eat at a diner called Sam and Ella's Diner. Tell Debbie if she wants to tell jokes to come here. <laughs> you know what you call she's, a hippie? She's behind the eight ball before she gets started. You know what you call a hippie's wife? No. Mississippi. Mississippi. <laughs> you know, I read the other day that if 2000... Can you do the MI Crooked Letter, Crooked Letter I? No, I can't. You can't? No. I That's can't. how I, I, I learned how to spell Mississippi. I can do that. But I read the other day that if 2020 was a person, it would be sued in a class action for emotional distress. <laughs> I can relate to that. <laughs> but you know... People who are real Elvis fans know this, but a lot of folks don't. <clears throat> how much he loved gospel songs. Oh, yeah. And how wonderful he could sing them. That's what he first started singing. And uh, you're talking about hitting some high notes and singing in a whole different voice when he did those. And I want to just do a couple that he recorded. Uh, <clears throat> Precious Lord, take my hand. 
Lead me on, let me stand. I'm tired, I'm weak, and I'm worn. Through the storm, through the night, lead me on to the light. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me home. When my way grows drear, precious Lord. Linger near when my life is almost gone. Hear my cry, hear my call. Hold my hand, lest I fall. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me home. When the darkness appears and the night. Draws near, and the day is past and gone. At the river I stand, guide my feet, hold my hand, take my hand, precious Lord, lead me home. Precious Lord, take my hand, lead me on, let me stand. Oh, I'm tired. I'm so weak, and I'm worn. Through the storm, through the night, lead me on to the light. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me home. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me home. I think that's his best one. I tell you, but he did one. He did one. Uh oh, we have a problem. Ah, there it is. I thought I'd lost. He did one that I think is incredible. Even though, and I, I'm not sure there's. Hello. I'm not sure there's been a song like this. Uh. This is another song. I'll go and dream it. I may have. I believe we've got a caller on the line. Caller, welcome aboard while John is searching. Uh, hey, Tobin, how you doing, man? I'm doing uh, good. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. And I just, I, I love Scott. I want to say, uh, good to hear Johnny B. I love the Elvis song. But, Great, uh, thank you. Yes, sir. Uh, hey, I wanted to say, though, that uh, I went and saw Shane Douglas last night at, uh, at Handlebar. Mm-hmm. And, man, I tell you what, I, he, he, that is about the, he's about the best guitar player I've ever seen. I tell you what. Ain't he man, something? He, he is something else, man. This has got to be Steve, right? Mike. Uh, Michael. Mike, I mean. This is Mike. Yes, mm-hmm. yes sir. Sorry there, bro. It's been a long I'm sorry, my thing's broke. I hadn't told him well. I've, I've had all that. Uh, COVID stuff back in November. And, and, you did? Uh, oh, shit, I don't, I, I don't even remember the month of November. Gosh, I was... Uh, but anyway, I lived, I made it, so... Well, God bless you, Mike. I'm so glad to hear that, brother. God bless you, man. Well, thank you, Johnny B. And uh, I, I just want to say I love the show. And, and, uh, thank you, and, brother. Uh, uh, and I told him even uh, during the week, when, when even it's not Johnny B., 
love your show, so you always have great guests on there, man. <laughs> yeah, they're a lot of fun, aren't they, Mike? Yeah. Yes, sir, they are. You know, uh, uh, that's every Thursday, right, at the Handlebar? Uh, Mike? Yes, sir. Yeah, every Thursday at the Handlebar. And, uh, By what time know. do you go over there? By what time do you go? Well, it starts at 8.30. The show does. 8.30? Okay. It runs, runs till, uh, it depends on how to see There's always different people come in and, uh, and play. You know, they had two or three different drummers last night. They had guitar players. Uh, so they all get a chance to get in there and, and play. And, uh, but, of course, Shane and, and his group are the main ones. But, uh, Oh, it's just, it's just a good show. It really is. Well, I'm going I'm to I'm meet you over one night because I tell you, you're right about that guitar playing fiend. I, I miss oh. just sitting and listening and hearing play, so I just want to sit out there and take in the take in the licks. Oh, Shane puts on that damn flat top guitar. <laughs> Man, he, he's right out there. He, well, my favorite song he does is Johnny Be Good. It's uh, oh, yeah. Oh, he played that last night, and. As a matter of fact, it's funny, uh, oddly enough, he said it's the Elvis version of it. I said, good, I've never heard. I said, I guarantee it's Chuck Berry, and I play Johnny B. Good. I've seen him post it. I mean, I've seen him on his live live uh, cast do it. Yes. And he can, he can, he shucks it on down to the cob, let me tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you what, there ain't, there ain't much cob left either, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, I just want well, to tell you that, dude. Hey, Thank you, Mike. Good. All right, y'all have a great day. You too, brother. I'm glad Always you're enjoy okay. your call. I appreciate you, Mike. God bless. He is a great guy. He is just a great, great guy. You know, one thing I've noticed for almost all attorneys, you guys will never let a man finish a sentence. Yeah, we're taught not you're, to. You guys are awful. Yeah, we are. Is that how you make your money? Disagree. Well, yeah, you cut people off. You've seen them do it a million times. You know, it's just kind of inbred in us. We can't do much about it. Now, when you are negotiating for two particular attorneys that are representing their clients, how do you do that? That's when you've got to listen. You've got to be a listener. It's a hard skill to learn. It was for me. Yeah. But I've, I've just had to train myself to listen. Because here's the thing about negotiating. People, when you're in any conversation, you know this as well as I, you always know if people are really listening to you or not, or if their brain's out here somewhere. You can tell every time, am I right, when you're in a conversation with somebody? So people can tell. Now what country were you talking about? <laughs> people can tell if you're really listening to them. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to be the facilitator of this negotiation, if they get any hint at all that you're not really, really listening to them, you're toast. See, I'm not smart enough to have my own thoughts, so I have to listen. Oh, yeah. And I love listening. That's one of my favorite things to do is listen to people explain things. You love to listen to Avent. I've noticed that. Yeah, Avent and I <laughs> are on separate worlds or in separate worlds. Bless his heart. Love him to death, though. This is a song that's very... Uh, hey, Randall Slim Miller is watching. Debbie's telling me that it's been more than 25 years since we did our first Smoke on the Mountain show. Wow. Randall Slim Miller was my teammate at MTSU. He's a freshman and I was a senior. Mm -hmm. And we would alternate taking the play in. Because I, I got hurt my junior year spring practice and... 
uh, had major surgery and rehab on my knee, so they, they wouldn't let me go back to running back, which I hated. And Coach Finley, mm-hmm. years later, has admitted that was a mistake. They put me out at wide receiver, flanker, where Slim was up and coming. And he, were, he and I roomed together on the road. And, uh, Slim, you remember that play in the, where uh, we called the slant across the middle? Coach Finley called the slant across the middle, and I, I was in there, and I took that slant and caught that ball, and that linebacker took my head off and knocked me out. I had to have smelling salts and brought to the sidelines, and he tells Slim to run the same play. You remember that, Slim? Remember your eyes got big as saucers? <laughs> and it went all the I'm way telling to touchdown? I'm telling them. Slim goes in, and they run the same slant across the middle. They hike the ball, and he runs straight down the field. <laughs> he gets back over the sidelines. Coach says, what was that? He goes, I thought you called the up pattern, Coach. And I, in the locker room later, I said, you lying, dog. He said, you're right. I wasn't about to go across that middle. <laughs> oh, I threw you under the bus, brother. Sorry. But this is a closeout song. Uh, it's amazing to me because it's a gospel song that – I'm not sure there's been another one to become a a top ten pop hit in the '50s. A, another gospel song hmm. to do that, and the Orioles were the ones who released it. But then Elvis recorded it. The Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then Elvis recorded it in '53. I mean, excuse me, the Orioles recorded it in '53. I think Elvis did it in '56. But this is another one where he's just singing these notes. So. And that soft, false set of voice of his, which is incredible. Sounds bad again. Sorry. Can't do much about it now. We're closing it out. You saw me crying in the chapel. The tears I shed were tears of joy. I know the meaning of content. I am happy with the Lord Just a plain and simple chapel Where humble people go to pray I pray the Lord that I'll go stronger As I live from day to day I've searched and I've searched But I couldn't find No way on earth To gain peace of mind Now I'm happy in the chapel Where people are of one accord Yes, we gather in the chapel just to sing and praise the Lord Every sinner looks for something That will put his heart at ease There is only one true answer He must get down on his knees 
you'll search and you'll search, but you'll never find no way on earth to gain peace of mind. Take your troubles to the chapel. Get down on your knees and pray. Your burdens will be lighter And you'll surely find the way That's a beautiful song. Isn't it a great song? Yeah, it really is. And it's really, I think folks mistook it as a love song because it starts out, you saw me crying, but the very next line is, the tears are shed were tears of joy. This is someone in the chapel worshiping God. Yeah. And uh, But it was a huge hit, and because uh, and, uh, the Orioles did it fantastic. But Elvis is, I just, man, I can just put the headphones on and listen to him do it and go, wow. It's incredible. Thank you, Truminator. Have you ever heard the song, Going Home? Going Home? Mm-hmm. No, but... You remember Lassie, the movie, the the oh, television yeah. Lassie show. Lassie, come home. No, no the the, the uh, television show. Oh, the television show with little what? Jan Clint, Jan Clayton was the mama, and I heard her sing that song, and I thought it was one of the I most beautiful. I thought Jean Lockhart was the mama. Yeah, but Jan Clayton, Clayton was, um, I think Jan Clayton was the first mama. Okay. And, uh, well, I know June Lockhart oh played that Oh, gosh, role. what a voice she had. I'll have to look that up. What's the name of the song uh, again? Uh, Going home. home. Going Home. Yeah. The title sounds familiar. It was sung in the movie The Snake Pit. Yeah. Oh, with Olivia de Havilland. Yeah. That was and a great Jan scene. Clay, when she sung at the very end of that movie, I said... I mean, this is perfection. It, yeah, it was unbelievable. Well, that's some that's some great piece of directing that movie. You remember when they yeah. took the camera shot with her in the middle of all those people, the snake pit. Yeah, it's just, it's so. And, but speaking of that, uh, January the thirteenth was also a dear friend of mine's birthday, Juanita Cartwright, and I did a little special birthday birthday tribute. And I talked to her yesterday, and mm-hmm. she told me about an Elvis song I did not know, but I have listened to it. But I'd really love to learn it. It's incredible. It's called. Uh, this pair of hands, I believe. Mm-hmm. No, one pair of hands. It's called one pair of hands. Have you heard that? No. Oh, it, God! It starts out one pair of hands created the mountains, created the seas. One pair of hands rose the, you know, raised the dead. It's beautiful. Elvis singing that. So I'm going to try to learn that song. It's I don't think incredible. I've ever heard it. I hadn't, and I and I just was thrilled that she told me about it. I immediately looked it up and heard it, and it's great. So I'm out of jokes. So I guess nothing else to do, and I'm out of songs. Oh, Why? there's a massive standing ovation there out of songs. <laughs> How many people are there? Three or four thousand? Uh, or is it, are they, is well, I can only distancing? see Slim. Slim is still watching. He hadn't rebuked me yet. I was thinking he would. Yeah. I took a little poetic license. Debbie is still watching. Pat Smith, my Matt, my pastor is watching. Hey, Pat, sorry about the sound. I don't know what's going on. I'm about to take it into my phone guy. Is that Richard a Lampkin is still watching. Is so. that a he pad or a she pad? That's a she pad. Okay. She's our Methodist minister. Richard Bond is our Presbyterian pastor minister. Oh, that's right. Methodists, they have a lot of lady uh, yeah. ministers. Yeah, and she is uh, she's a fascinating lady. Has traveled the world, been a nurse, been in Peace Corps, been in 
all these third world countries and been in the ministry, been the, you know, just great theologian and scholar of the Bible and delivers a great message. I wonder if she's ever done any preaching in Church of Christ. They would not let her in there. You know that. Uh, well, I'm just asking. <laughs> <laughs> you know the answer. That's a rhetorical question. <laughs> that, that's for my many years of trying to get people to tell me what they knew in a uh, crime that was committed. Is that right? Yeah, I can't help it. Once okay. those things are in your brain, you, yeah. you can't get away from that's it. That's right. They're, yeah. they're planted there. Yeah. <laughs> let, let's go home. Let's do it. Yeah. All Going right, home. guys, this is it. Going home. <laughs> from NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Don't let concerns about today's events derail your long-term financial strategy. Hi, I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor Lee Colvin, and I'm here to help. We can work together to understand the impact of these events and make sure that your goals are top 